hi, 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 guys. Welcome back and happy Monday. All right, guys, so you know we're back for Hot Messy Topics, no secret as to why we're here. But just before we get into all of the chaos, I wanted to remind you guys that we are doing our members only tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern, which is 4 p.m. Pacific, kind of when Jason and I take you behind the scenes for Vanderpump Rules while we still can, while the season is still going on. And then we're sort of going to segue those members only into more personal content. But before we jump in, do all the YouTube things, smash that like button, welcome in the chat, let us know where you're from, and let's welcome Jason. Good morning. Hi. Happy Monday. You look pretty chipper and good for feeling the way you do. Thank you. You know, it's only been, this is like day four of whatever I have, so I'm just trying to stay away from everyone and uh, and get some television in. I mean, we had the premiere of The Real Housewives of Atlanta last night. And of course, Summer House Martha's Vineyard, which is on my DVR. I haven't watched it yet. So if you guys have any opinions, post that in the the comments below or in the live chat so I know. And tonight, you know what's so crazy about those members-only lives that we've been doing, the Vanderpump Rules Edition, is we did tell people it was probably going to be like a 99% chance that Pump was closing because we had talked to people on the inside, but we were waiting to confirm it because there was still a chance that there could be a deal worked out with a landlord. Obviously, it didn't work out. Yes. Well, we're going to get into all of that, of course. Um, but no, that that is true. Normally, for the members only, guys, that's content that we don't want to put out there publicly. And it's more, it's like a special kind of gift. It's like re- a Patreon. It's, it's <laughs> what'd you say? It's like a cheaper Patreon. Yeah, and it's $2.99 a month for four lives a month. So yes, but definitely make sure you guys go ahead and join. And that link is pinned in the live chat. Now, I asked you guys to vote in the polls as to where we should begin. And everyone still feels like they have not gotten enough of the Vanderpump Rules drama, especially the latest surrounding Lisa and Ken and Pump Restaurant. So Jason, with over 220 people in the room already in the first two minutes, shall we get Hell yeah. Yes, and hit that like button while you're at it, guys. Go ahead. Okay, so guys, there is drama. Now, we know we love Vanderpump Rules, right? Okay, well, Jason and I met at Pump Restaurant. Jason worked at Pump Restaurant. I got hired for three hours at Pump Restaurant before I got (laughs) fired after three hours, which we can talk about on the members only tonight. But we originally spoke about this when there was hearsay after a realtor posted on their Instagram page that Pump Restaurant was going to be up for grabs when it came to the lease, right? Well, we didn't know. Is this true? Is it not true? Why would this realtor be posting this? And then the realtor had like four posts, so I didn't necessarily know if I trusted that. So Jason and I just made a few phone calls and we asked some people who are still working at Pump and they gave us as much as they possibly could without getting anyone in trouble, which is when we knew they are absolutely closing. Well, When they decided, hey, listen, we're going to close our doors, they put out this statement. It's with heavy hearts that we announced that the lease at Pump Restaurant is expiring and we will be closing its doors on July 5th. After 10 years of beautiful evenings under our olive trees, as a family, we are looking to the future of the Vanderpump establishment and we'll be opening at least two more restaurants with Caesars Entertainment in the coming year. While we have loved our time operating pump to take another to take on another 10-year lease with a huge increase in rent by the landlords is not something that we are ready to commit to after successfully running 37 plus establishments for many years this type of rent is untenable 
We will be open throughout Pride Month in West Hollywood to support the local community with one last hurrah, and we look forward to welcoming you all to Tom, Tom, and Sir in the months following. Thank you for the past decade of support. We have loved our staff, our patrons, and our time together. Best, the Pump family. Wow. I mean, where do you start here? Because, like... It's depressing. It's depressing. I mean, especially for us. Because out of the 10 years Pump was open, I ran it for five. So it was... Um, and we we were there at the like the best time, you know, pre-pandemic and and everything like that. But listen, there were hints and there were signs, you know. They got rid of their events planner. They had no more security. So you know that they're like kind of winding down for what's gonna be, you know, a closing. So it is unfortunate. We have a lot of history there. Um, but Pump was one of those restaurants in the community that you never really saw on TV too much. I mean, you saw it on the on Beverly Hills, but it wasn't focused on like Sir is on Vanderpump Rules. It was more of a community spot. It was definitely a local spot. If you were in West Hollywood, um, you know, you we had tons of like of of locals and regulars, and that was kind of special at Pump. Yes, um, Shady Millennial didn't the landlord? Uh, yes, absolutely, absolutely. The landlord came back and said that is not true. Actually, I don't know if Jason knows this, but the landlord, yes. you do, yeah. So the landlord clapped back at Lisa and Ken's statement saying, this is not true. We did not up the rent. Actually, we did nothing but be there for them, especially during the trying times during the pandemic. And we even gave them some rent relief. We have not upped the rent. We don't know what they're talking about. What the fuck is this? But we talked about this as well. This was sort of the perfect out for Lisa and Ken who have their good names in the restaurant business. They have never had, as far as we know, a failing restaurant. So if the restaurant looks like it might have gone through its longevity, its lifespan of what it was when it was popping and you don't want to watch it phase out, it's almost like when you cap like a series of movies after like three and you're like, no more because then it's just going to get bad. <laughs> so let's keep it while it's good. It's like they get to walk away and say it's a lease and the issue was with the landlord. And then everyone just remembers a very successful restaurant, not the restaurant that ended Absolutely. up failing and closing. You know, I, I, I don't know why the why the landlord would, would need to come out and say that anyways. You know, like they just need to worry about renting that spot, which they shouldn't have a problem doing since it is one of the best locations in West Hollywood. But with the accumulation of everything that they have going on with under their own Vanderpump umbrella, you have Sir still running. I Honestly, I thought that would have phased out a long time ago. I think yeah. Vanderpump Rules is hanging that on by a string. Tom Tom is still very successful. It is a is a, it kind of gives you a a different take on their restaurants and kind of preempts all of the stuff they did in Vegas. But now with two other places opening in Vegas, very successful. I think they're looking forward instead of looking backwards. And to take another ten year lease, no matter what the price was, ten years is a long time. Restaurants don't last 10 years, especially in Los ran, Angeles. I think the landlord also said that they weren't requesting a long lease either. Um, interesting. I yeah. um, heard otherwise, but anyway, I, I don't know. You know, they're both going to say what they want to say, right? It's like the same way you couldn't come up with a deal, right? The thing is, is Pump wasn't losing money. It might've been at the end, but when we were there, Pump was paying for Villa Blanca to stay open at one point. So, you know, it's like, it wasn't, bad but you know yeah vicky harness said then why fib adam meaning like why would they be fibbing about the well because like i said vicky i believe 
the reason that Lisa and Ken would put out the statement that they did is because then it's just a matter of, you know what, unfortunately, we couldn't come to an agreement, but we still had a very successful restaurant with all of these great memories. And that's how the public is left with their idea of what Pump was, which was a very busy, successful staple in West Hollywood at the time. And then they get to kind of wash their hands from that and move and on. Bye. Here's the thing is everyone needs to save face right now, right? Lisa and Ken don't want to look like they failed at the restaurant. And the landlords don't want to look like they're hard to work with because they need to put somebody in there. So they're both just, they're playing press right now. That's that's what it is. Um, Veronica, I'm going to have to agree with you on this. I see something. Sometimes I see the future and I have intuition about this stuff. (laughs) Ask some of my, my followers on Anchor Watch, which you can watch tomorrow night. I really do feel like we might see that on a whole different level however caesar's entertainment might have stipulations on you know who can film and stuff because caesar's is about making money and not a tv show so we'll see i'm curious i mean but they have let the cameras in before numerous times and also it's vegas it's like showtime baby so yes a hundred percent um ebony dick said Question, do you think Lisa Vanderpump will move her management team to Vegas to train like she did other restaurants? Just to cue you in, Ebony, this is a great question. The management team is Pandora. Pandora goes to these restaurants. Her daughter, who has been a busser, a dishwasher, a server, a bartender, a host, every position you can imagine in the restaurant, and she goes, and for the first two weeks to the first two months, you are absolutely terrified of her. You don't want to cross paths with her (laughs) and you better not mess up or else that is your job. But she does that to sort of condition everyone to really know their menu, provide the best possible service and be on top of their A game because you're a representation of them and their businesses. So the reason that she does it, it makes sense. It's just scary to go through the process because when you're the one being trained, you're like, Oh, shit. Well, there's also Vegas is very different. So no one from L.A. will go to Vegas and and train over there because Caesars hires their own. They have their own HR. They have their own way of doing things. That's the agreement they have set up. So, yes, Lisa and Ken will probably have a say in who manages it, who runs it, um, but they won't be hiring staff. Right. Right. Speaking of which, guys, I wanted to talk a little bit about this because this came out and I know that I posted a video before we came on here. But since we're talking about Vanderpump Rules, we know that there was the finale trailer that was allegedly leaked, which we're going to get into in a second. But there there have been some moments of chatter, which this one person particularly, I did not think that this would come from. But Billy Lee and Tom Sandoval, right, never thought that I would hear this allegation what nothing sorry i just didn't expect this this is i don't think this was on the little cue card today of to talk about billy lee and tom sandoval well hold on jason (laughs) here's the clip it is podcast episode of shenanigans her and peter said that they believe that sandoval cheated on ariana with billy lee kind of think something maybe did happen with him and billy back in the day and they just made a pact you know to tell anyone yeah exactly because why would they that would fuck up the relationship and friendship and their lives as it just did with Rachel. Did, so yeah. with, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it, <laughs> I'm, you know what, now that I look back on everything. Yeah. I think, I, I think that definitely happened. Yeah. We've all seen how close Billy Lee and Sandoval have been. She's been sleeping over his house. And just last week, Billy had posted Ariana's dog to her story. 
Ariana and Tom adopted Maya together. However, sources say that Ariana is much more of the dog person and Maya is much more of Ariana's dog. Like Billy V, do whatever with Sandoval, but step away from Ariana's dog. Okay. Step away from the dog. (laughs) Don't touch the dog now, girl. Don't touch the dog. That is where we draw the line. That's not, not at Billy Lee, but the dog. That was an allegation that was not on my bingo card either for today, Jason. I was not expecting that. And the fact that Sheena put... First of all, the one thing that I love about Sheena is... She's on reality TV, right? So is there an element of messiness to everyone who's on reality TV? Yes, of course. But when she first put this out there, I question, like, are we just putting it out there? Like when we watched The Real Housewives of Atlanta last night and Sheree Whitfield was talking about Tyrone and she was talking about how awful he was in bed because it's like a diss, right? Like, I'm not with him anymore. So the last thing that I can do is use my public platform to be like, hmm yeah, he's bad in bed, ladies. So good luck, Atlanta, with Tyrone. <laughs> you know? And then I was thinking about this for Tom Sandoval. And I'm like, okay, maybe I don't think that Sheena has the closest relationship with Billy. Obviously, Tom Sandoval's on the outs. So does this serve to bring this up as like another storyline for the new season? Does this uh, do to come on? Because if you start talking about this storyline, then we're going to have to bring Billy back to the show. And nobody, I, I nobody wants that except for Billy. So. I, I don't think so. I think it's a bit of a reach. I, I'm Do I think that Tom would fuck himself? Yes, he's that narcissistic for sure. You know, like if he had himself, to look, would he go around and, and play with Billy? I'm not sure. I don't think so. I think it's a bit of a reach to, you know, they they want to get back at, at Tom. They want to, you know, they'll say anything right now. So I, I think it is a bit of a reach. I think right now Tom doesn't have a lot of friends and Billy has seen uh, maybe a space to jump in and start a friendship with Tom so she can get back on the show. But that that's all I think it is. I think it's not as... Um, as big as, as... Yeah, as they're making it out to be. Because all they're doing, we're, we're speculating. We're, you know... Would I love to, to, to say yes, I believe it? Of course, but I just don't. Okay. Well, the next thing that I wanted to bring up was this. Because we have Lala Kent, who is saying that she doesn't understand why... This finale trailer happened to leak, especially with the timestamps of it all. And she's like, to be honest with you, I think it was somebody from the editor, like the editor's room. I think it was somebody who was on the cutting floor. And you and I, I feel like we ruin this for ourselves because it kind of, it's something that rings true to me every time that when I think back to it. When I was in college, my good friend, who was like my only friend in college, except for my friend Chelsea and my brother, was Macy Bookout, who was on Teen Mom. And I asked her, like, we were just kind of doing a project one day and we had to do something for communications on TV and movies. And I asked her, do you watch reality TV even though you're on MTV's Teen Mom? And she said, I can't watch it anymore because now that I'm living it and they make me walk in and out of the room like four times and I know how rehearsed it is, it's ruined it. Well, Jason and I were in the Bahamas right after the Met came on when we saw all of the looks, there was a documentary for the Kardashians. And they were talking about this whole team that built the Kardashian empire. They were talking about different PR moves that they would make in order to make them more famous, more popular. For example, when Kim Kardashian ended up launching her fragrance, they didn't have enough buzz. So they said, hey, we're going to flower bomb you. This reminds me of one of those moments where it's like, well, everything's buzzing, but it's sort of kind of dying down. So you know what? Why don't we just pretend like the trailer leaked and then boom, we can act like we're launching an investigation, which we know is not going to turn out anything. Right. I mean, listen, 
Scandival was not fake. Okay, I can I can attest to that just because of our our relationships that we have with everyone on the show. A, B, you were supposed to be featured heavily this season. Your channel was based on the whole Randall Emmett thing. However, when Bravo, it's not over when, till it's over, Jay. It, right, it's it's over, girl. It's but, over. <laughs> you know, like uh, when Bravo sees the opportunity, and this is what happened. When this got leaked and, and everyone knew about this, now they're going to push, 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 push. Oh my gosh, there's a leak. Oh my gosh, because they're now they're playing catch up on Scandaval, which they could have been doing for the first four or five episodes, you know, or 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 preempt or you know, like teasing it in the trailer. They didn't have the opportunity to do that, so production is going to step in here and do whatever they can. It wasn't a leak; it was a planned thing. It's going to keep you interested for the next couple of episodes to get you over that hump, to stay interested in in Scandaval, to get ready for the reunion. That's what it was. Someone higher up was like, "Leak the tape, <laughs> you know, give it leak to somebody." Yeah, leak no. the tape and make it another scandal within the scandal within this within the scandal. You know what's interesting before we cap off for the whole Vanderpump Rules conversation? It's wild to hear Lala Kent and Sheena and a few other castmates now who are being more open in interviews about the fact that they just don't have any choice going into next season. They know that they have to film with Tom and Raquel. They don't know how that's going to look, but they keep saying that's the name of the game. And for reality TV purposes, yes, it makes sense to bring them back. Do we want to film around them? No, but they're not going to let their paychecks get hindered by Tom and Raquel, which Bravo knows this. Like, you're out here buying $1.3 million homes, $1.5 million homes, Palm Spring homes, uh, Burbank homes. Like, you're, we're buying a lot of homes right now. We're buying a lot of real estate, and taxes in California are not cheap. Your ass is going to film with them. Yes, you will show up. Everyone will show up, especially the vets who have been there for a long time, relying on that next season paycheck that gets bigger and bigger and bigger as it goes on. No, yeah. 100%. I agree. Um, Veronica, I think you meant Jackson, Brittany, Jackson, Brittany are so obviously wanting to come back in my opinion. Well, Brittany also said on Lala Ken's podcast, she's like, next season, I'm coming for you, Tom Sandoval. And then she was like, oops, but was that another play? Yes. Like, yes. I don't know anymore. Yes. <laughs> I don't trust anyone. The fact that they kept the whole Scandival covered up for so long, you know, I mean, good job, uh, whatever what are they tom and raquel <laughs> i'm like fluster day sorry guys i'm recovering from being sick you know tom and raquel kept that under you know under wraps for a minute but like and moving forward i feel like we're just going to get played a little bit because now that scandal is over we're going to be so done with scandal after the reunion after we get some kind of closure i mean ariana is already doing amazing you know, she's yeah. living her life. Kristen she's had winning her... MTV awards. She's going on Dancing with the Stars. She went to the White House Correspondence Center. Everyone's benefiting. Kristen Doty got her like five minutes back. Now she's on a freebie show with Jill Zarin. Good Lord. Um, you know, like everyone is benefiting. So like, I, I don't know. We need something for next season because we're not going to want to talk about Scandaval any more the fact yeah. that Raquel's coming back surprises me too because um with the whole breaking your contract with the TMZ thing with a follow or filing a allegedly fake <laughs> police report you know stuff like this um people have been fired for in the past yeah well Reach and I mean like uh, it's like at this point now there's people who are claiming to I wanted to say um, this came up. Let me just bring this up really quick. And you never know when it comes up on Reddit. That's why I just wait to see who says what. But 
Cameras are back up. My girlfriend that lives in Rachel's building said that they are loading in production equipment at the moment. Paparazzi and bodyguards in the front entrance. I thought they were wrapped. And it's like, is that true? Is it not true? Wrap. I mean, unless unless you're going to show us something after the reunion, what else is there to put in this last? I mean, are they going to go back and re-edit this last episode for next week? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's going to look bad on her anyways. Like any anything that she can do right now in her PR crisis team to put out there like, hey, guys, it's mental health awareness month or and I'm that's not even a joke. I'm not I'm not like making light of any of this. I'm saying that the fact that she put that out on the day that the trailer happened to leak when we have heard nothing from her, it's been radio silent, obviously means that they knew that this trailer was going to be leaked and they knew what the trailer looked like because she's smiling at the end and she's like this is not how it's supposed to happen <laughs> or whatever she said and it just makes it's her all look in the algorithm she, you yeah. know leak this this day you do this this day do that this day come on i mean listen we we know um yeah it's, yeah. it's crazy but i mean listen what if you I mean, what are you going to do next season? That, 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 that's, the, that's the thing. Like, what is Raquel? Raquel's even winning from this, all right? Tom is the only person who is really kind of on the outs, you know? Because Raquel could come back and be like, I was fooled, be my friend, you know? And let me sleep with your man. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if anyone would film with her, but I don't know. No, but she can't. This might be the first time, because I feel like it always gets blamed on the women, right? When there's an affair and then the guy, like even Lala said this, I feel like the guy always gets away with it. And the women always are the ones I mean, who are like, <laughs> I mean, I do. I feel like the women are always the ones. No, who sit there I was they, agreeing with you in Lala's situation. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but my thing is for this situation, Tom just looks like a total creep where Raquel for the longest time, it's like she has looked like oh my God, like I'm talking to you and wow, there's a butterfly and wow, life is beautiful. So for her to go in and be like, I was completely manipulated. If she runs with that, depending on how she wants to save this relationship or not with Tom, was it worth it? Or are you just going to throw his ass under the bus? And if you throw him under the bus, who the hell do you have to film with? That is what's going to be the most telling. Now, what's going to be the most telling is if Tom is going to be in a relationship with Billy Lee next season, and then everyone's going to watch for that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Angelique said, I'm still confused. Where does she live when everyone lives in the Valley? Is Rachel my neighbor? She sounds like a super couch surfer. Um, well, she More was Hollywood, living right? at Brock and Sheena's house, but I highly doubt that that's still happening. <laughs> Evicted. Evicted. Okay. <laughs> Jason, I feel like we've hit the nail on the head with Vanderpump Rules. I feel like we can never stop talking about this. And once we start, it goes... You said, you know, I have I have this plan for hot, messy topics today. We're going to do eight-minute segments, and I'm going to be really on it to move on. But every time we, ta- we start talking about Vanderpump Rules, and I don't know because it's so near and dear... Let me take that back. So near to us, you know, like our relationships and stuff that we have with these people. It, I don't know. We could just go on and on. I could just keep going and talking about this, but... We got to give it a break. Did you just out my plan? Yeah. You were going to do eight minute segments and stay on time and all that jazz, which we always say we're going to, we always come in with a plan and then I don't, it's like, why did we waste time making the plan? Well, I have another <laughs> plan for you, friend. Are you ready for oh, this? Lord, Lord. I don't even know how to get into this, but here we go. Guys, you wanted to talk about the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Well, there is this 
investigation going on. Let's bring this up really quick. Ay, ay, ay. Just when you think. Just when you think. I mean, first of all, Jason, I want to ask you, because Teresa has been nothing but nice to us, right? Mm-hmm. And also, yes, it puts us in an awkward position sometimes because we do interviews with these people. Nothing is ever meant to be malicious. And I'm not trying to take down anyone or ruin anyone's life. But if it comes out, you're the one who puts yourself on reality TV. So, of course, if I'm not talking about it, Jason's not talking about it, everybody else is going to be talking about it anyway. So we're just opening up the conversation. Don't shoot the messenger. Listen, but- well, really quickly on what you just said, it's not that you're friends with anyone. It's you maintain really good relationships with the talent, with Bravo, with with stuff like that. And that's important to keep the conversation going. But like sometimes where there's smoke, there's fire. And I don't know. I, I don't know what to say. I really I like Teresa on the show. I'm not a team anybody when it comes to Jersey. I just enjoy watching it. I like the family dynamic and the craziness and the, the back and forth between Melissa and Teresa and Joe. But there's just been something off with Louis since the very beginning. So I don't know. Sometimes where there's smoke, there's fire. Sometimes, you know. You know, Margaret Joseph said this on Jeff Lewis's live because she was asked, um, she was asked about what Louis does. And she said, you know, something about the, I'm on the fence about it. You know, I know that his company, it went public, but I don't actually know what he necessarily does. And then I believe her husband, they said something about maybe it's something like Jen Shaw. But then we saw where Louis was on Watch What Happens Live with Teresa and he was trying to explain what he did or what he does to Andy Cohen. And Andy Cohen kind of cringily said something to the effect of, isn't that kind of what Jen Shaw is in prison for? And he's Lord like, no, it's not the same thing, right? But now, boom, cue in this investigation. So this is not good. What they're saying is there, there was a um, press release from Business Wire, and it was reposted by the Bravo Chicks. And it says this. Glancy Progne and Murray LLP announces its investigation of Digital Media Solutions, which is his company, concerning the company and its directors and officers' possible violations of state law. And he said, while on Watch What Happens Live, I started a new company. It's in media, digital media. It's lead generation and sales. That's when Andy Cohen said, well, lead generation, isn't that what Jin Shaw is going to prison for? And he said, no, it's a little bit different. But while looking at <laughs> a little bit different or a lot different, I mean, I that can mean, be very telling, right? I actually don't have the answer to that because I mean, a uh, lot different. You know, what's crazy is I don't think, do you think we'll know anything um, soon? And the reunion has already been filmed, so this isn't going to be brought up. But I don't know, man. Like, this is why you sign a prenup because Louis, the first seat or the first season he was on, he came off a little weird this season. It's like, you really want to like him, but he has those moments of like crazy, you know, like just the way he talks to Teresa. Sometimes I'd be like, Oh, hell no. Like you're not doing that. Don't tell me how to be, where to be, when to be, how to talk. Like, no, you know, don't tell me to be namaste. Well, all about the real housewives posted and I love all about the real housewives, but the guys over 600 in the room. Hey, smash hey. that like button and also join us tonight for members only at 7 PM Eastern. Hell yeah. But all about the real housewives came back in now all about the real housewives. They always post in favor of Teresa Judice, clearly not a huge fan of Melissa Gorga uh, or Margaret Josephs, which is fine, right? Like you can totally tell based off the posts 
And that is not a site where you have to wonder which way is she leaning. Like we definitely know where the pendulum sways, okay? But she posted this little snippet from Legally 40-ish saying this is why it's not a big deal when it comes to the investigation into Louis' company. Hold on, here, let me play it. Lots of chatter about this headline involving Louis' business, and here's why I want to tell you it's really not that big of a deal. So this law firm put out a press release regarding their investigation to Louis' business. You'll note that this is considered attorney advertising. Now, if you go to this firm's website, you'll notice that they are actually a class action law firm and they investigate companies to attempt to get some information to build a case for a class action lawsuit. You'll see here they're investigating all kinds of businesses. We've got Adidas, Allbirds, I believe Tesla's on here. So they're investigating all of these companies to potentially be able to bring a class action lawsuit. Call me when the FTC gets involved, then I'll be interested. Hmm. I mean, God, I have the worst OCD. When she pointed at the M's and said Tesla, I was like, that's not where Tesla is. Uh, I have the worst, like, just. I have the worst OCD. No, like, my that, mind. That's what I'm sitting there looking at. <laughs> I sat there and I thought, why the hell am I? Where is Emily D. Baker? Where? Busy. Booked and busy. <laughs> Emily, please. No, she's oh, like, can you Lord. leave me alone? Go away. No. Um, but no, I'm happy. Listen, I'm actually happy about this. You know, how many calls did I get from different housewives, by the way, after even talking about this? I want to say at least four. I, it might be more because I'm sitting here trying to rest this weekend. And when you get on the phone, you pace. So you were like pacing around me. I'm like, there are other rooms in this house. You can go pace and not when you're sick, me anxiety. Have to, you have to pace Jason's around me to make guys, sure I'm okay. <laughs> no, when Jason's sick, I have to do this. I sit on the phone and I pace back and forth and I watch him like a guard dog. And I'm like, yeah, girl, can you believe that this article just came out? This is some shit, Jason. You okay? Like, it's like a newborn. It's like watching your newborn sleep. I just want to make sure he's breathing. Oh, Lord. And then I'm when breathing. he stops, when he stops and he gets quiet, I cover his mouth with my hand and then he starts like, and okay, like, oh, he's awake. Okay, move on. Okay. Okay. Adam, how many restaurants does Lisa have left in LA post pumps closure? Uh, two, two restaurants. But, so no, I am happy. That's what I wanted to say is I'm happy to hear the way that Legally 40-ish explained this, that this might not be a big deal. Because at the end of the day, if this were to be a big deal, which just because Legally 40-ish said it's not, doesn't mean that there might not be something that comes out of this. But if it is a big deal, the problem is Teresa did not sign a prenup with Louis. So this could Ugh. cost her a lot of money. And now there's chatter on reddit about alleged liens going on houses and okay there's always chatter on reddit okay i know reddit but a lot of the times the thing is a reliable source i'm saying though a lot of the bravo fans are very passionate and if there is some shit to find they will find it yeah that's the thing it's it, it takes you back to the the beginning it's like if you have skeletons in your closet do not touch reality tv don't jump in there don't do that um Tra uh, Tracy, yes, I listened to part of this. So Dana Wilkie had an ex-employee on her Patreon um, and talked about a few things, had a conversation. I've just listened to part of it. She sent it to me. I got to go back and finish that. That would have been good before getting mm. on here today. Huh. Yeah, sorry, Dana. Um, 
Yeah. Is Dana, Dana, Dana we have to get together with Dana. We haven't seen I know. We live so close. It's crazy. Oh, speaking of which, too, since we're on the Real Housewives of New Jersey train right now, just to give you guys another update, um, Melissa Gorga, everybody keeps on saying right now that they don't know what the hell is going to happen with Melissa Gorga and Teresa Judice. Will Melissa be leaving? Is she coming back? What's going on? Melissa Gorga recently just said on a podcast interview, I'm not going anywhere, you guys. So it's another moment where Bravo is not going to, they're not going to choose, just like with Tom and Raquel. This is great. It's reality TV ratings gold. They're going to let Teresa and Melissa sit there and continue to rip each other's faces off and have these awkward moments. Even if us as the viewers are cringing, we will continue to watch and see, is there any potential resolve? Oh my God, no, it's the same thing over and over again for the last like... (laughs) It's like the whole Erica Jane situation. Remember the reunion where Andy asked all the big questions and we're going to get all the answers. And then like nothing got answered and nothing got asked. It never gets answered. They just keep us going. They can't like, no, but I am happy to hear that Melissa will be back next season. I think that would be great. Honestly, I think that they should just bring back the entire cast for this past season, including 100%. I think that would just be gold. I think Jen Fessler could, what do they hold? They don't hold it. Champagne. champagne. I think she needs a glass of champagne. I like you know her. What I, you know, before we move on to the next thing really quick, you know what I'm not excited about? What? And I hate this, guys. Are we still talking about Jersey or do, is this a, do I have to guess something else? Oh. <laughs> I just don't know. As you can I tell feel. from my reaction, I'm super excited for the real housewives of Orange County. I just don't know. And you see this... This woman all the way over here to the right, right? Her, she's in blue. Her mm. name is Jennifer Padronti. Okay. So apparently she is going to come on this season and she's going through a divorce with okay. her husband of over 18 years. And it's all going to play out on season 17. Why, Noella Bergener 2.0, are you coming on with your broken ass situation? And saying, hey, let's put this on reality. Like said, no one ever. If I were, if I, I feel like if I were going through a divorce, I mean, I guess, do you strike while the iron is hot? I don't know, Adam. It's not really what, it's how. You know, that's like my saying. So it's, okay, another divorce. How are you going to do it? Is it going to be great television? Sure. I mean, that photo, can you bring that photo back up of, of the cast? This is so vanilla. This is vanilla as vanilla gets, right? The only one who looks slightly interesting are the two ones in blue. So I don't, I, I was excited until they made us wait and wait. And then they dropped a trailer that I've already forgotten about. Like, I really hope they can get on their feet this season. You know what the problem is with that trailer, though, too, is we talked about this. It's the fact that they put in that old Hollywood sort of like, When we were trying to, for example, just to give you guys like some behind the scenes, when we did the Fallon interview trailer, when we did Mary Cosby's parents, when we did Jen Shaw, even Kelly Dodd and Rick, like when we were putting together the trailer, we were trying to keep put in like interesting key pieces without ruining what the whole thing was about, but then also trying to find those dramatic moments where it's like, dude, honestly, our trailers were more interesting. I know that's what I'm saying, though. But they it's like you filmed. We filmed for an hour in those interviews. You filmed for five, six months. How the hell is that the trailer that you come up with with this old Hollywood glam bullshit in order of like a housewife is supposed to be? And then it's like, let's go through all the things they're 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 attempting. Right. Okay, you brought Heather Dubrow back. Big splash. No water. 
right? Then, you know, you're going to try to bring uh, Tamara. Oh my gosh, she has her orange back. She got on Watch What Happens Live. She made the announcement. Hoo la la, fru la la, right? Okay, nothing. Oh my God, Taylor Armstrong is going to be the first housewife to make a, a change of, of franchises, of, of locations, of cities. Oh my gosh. And That's a yawn. What? It's all boring. So I don't know how this is going to be. And Vicky, I have to agree with you. Like Kelly Dodd or not, like a lot of people don't like her. A lot of people like her. She's television. She's reality TV. She, you know, I think that would be kind of the key ingredient. But you also need someone else. And I don't think that her and, and Heather Dubrow film together. Also, you know, <laughs> not to guys like it or not. The nail is going to be in the freaking coffin for Real Housewives of Orange County if they don't deliver this season. I haven't seen any of the episodes, so I'm not going to prematurely speak on it. If they would have added Kelly Dodd in this lineup, this would have been reality TV gold. Why? Because she's problematic, because she says whatever she wants. She would have eaten Shannon alive. Her and Tamara are definitely, like, they are a match for one another, Heather DeBro, oh my gosh, like that would have never, I don't even know how the hell that would have went down. And then where would she have had, like who would have been her ally? It would have been, she understands walking into a filming situation and being like, oh, this is vanilla. You guys, producers, you guys want me to fuck this up? Oh, one second. Tamara, you're king. And it's like, oh my, oh my God. God. I, I mean, we've heard, oh, 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 wait, I forgot the other attempt they're trying to make is bringing Vicky in again right <laughs> so it's some trace yeah. amigas reunion i i don't know they really do need they need something there it's just it it hasn't worked in a long time you know noella wasn't the answer um Jen, uh, dr jen armstrong definitely wasn't the answer so and and there's again relationship troubles in both of those new housewives. So I don't know. To back to your point about why are we showing this divorce with this new girl who we don't know? That's not what it's how. So maybe she can deliver on the how. Right. I mean, and what's weird about this dynamic too is okay, so she's navigating her divorce from her husband Will, who runs her family businesses. They still share a home together, and she had an affair with her now boyfriend, whose name is Ryan who was actually a fitness Ryan or Ryan? No, Ryan, (laughs) who was a fitness trainer at Tamara Judge and Eddie's gym, Cut Fitness. So this is how they came to know each other. She was hooking up, cheating on her husband with one of the Cut Fitness trainers who was employed by Tamara. Like I said, not what, but how. Now it's more interesting to me. Okay, Jennifer Pedranti and your little cheating ass. (laughs) <laughs> let's <laughs> we're all I don't for know. it the live chat seems to be thinking that like uh it's a, gonna be a snooze fest i hope not this worries you- me about beverly hills too with all the stunts they're trying to pull you know like when you have to bring in teddy to film you already know it's gonna be a bad season oh my god you know, so what did i say something wrong no did i say I'm just something right in my head you know like if you have to bring in Teddy Mellencamp to film Housewives, that's like, honestly, what they should have done, what they should have done instead of Taylor Armstrong is like brought this. in Teddy Mellencamp. Okay, we're going to get to that. Teddy Mellencamp to OC. That I would have been okay with. 
Really? I, I know. Mean, I, maybe. Okay, what are you going to say? Yes. I think that it would have been yeah. very interesting. Teddy Mellencamp would have been better in OC for Beverly Hill. Like, it's okay that I like, it's okay for Teddy to be boring. It's okay. Honestly, I don't take it back. I think it's okay. Teddy's boring on the show, but she has a great podcast. That's it. I would be boring on a reality TV show. So that's why I feel like I can say it. You're boring. We don't need you on the do you, show. Do you feel like people would feel the same way they do about Teddy? They're like, uh, he's so boring, but he has a great YouTube channel. I feel like, no, they'd be like, oh, Adam's back on the screen. I'm going to just drink a nice cold glass of goat myself because he just makes me want to claw my eyes out. No, if Adam and I were on reality TV and there's a reason we said no to that, it's actually on our podcast um, and the show. Of course, you guys know that we said no to. Uh, we would, Scandal would look like nothing. Well, and it's <laughs> so not that's just why that we chose list. not to do it. Teddy is like this. She's like, <laughs> Tamara, like you wouldn't want me on OC because I feel like I would probably eat them alive and rip their heads off. Do you know, <laughs> had we have actually went on Vanderpump Rules and somebody tried to cut, this is the reason guys, it would have been a totally different, like there's no curtain up anymore. At that point, you have to be vulnerable. You have to let it out. I would turn into a freaking dragon and I would eat people's faces if they tried to F with me or my relationship. That's that's why I cannot be on reality TV. Like it would just, it wouldn't be like, hi everybody, welcome back and happy Monday for hot, messy topics. Be sure to join. I'd be like, no, this table flipping, that's child's play. I'm ripping your neck uh, out. <laughs> like that's how, I mean, that's why I couldn't be Maybe on reality TV ago. though. <laughs> right? And Teddy is more like this. She's like, I will rip their king faces off. And then she's up there and she's like, they're like, Teddy, why are you here? We find you to be boring. Why are you calling me boring? It's like, I'm emotional and I'm, it's like, girl, no, no, no. Okay. Enough Teddy talk. She gets enough, but thank you, Josie. Like her on the podcast. I have to say, we've said this before. Like, I mean, uh, well, me personally, I would like to see her on the real housewives of Orange County. A, B, love to tease at a pod. Well, not every episode, but most of them. Yeah. Um, you guys, (laughs) you guys would rock any TV screen. Hey, thank you. Okay. So. Let's move on, though, because I don't want to talk about the Orange County Housewives anymore. I want to talk about the premiere last night, 700 in the room, of A Real Housewives of Atlanta and Courtney. You don't like Courtney. I don't like Courtney. Can I just tell you why? Who did, who did we, we were talking about this with our friends? Who were we comparing her to? You said Teddy. Noella, but she reminds me. No, she doesn't remind me of Teddy. <laughs> You know, like you come in ready. You know what she reminds me of is how the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City came in season one. Caricatures. Dana. She came in. No, like not just Dana. Dana. No, I mean the original cast, season one. All of them came in as caricatures of other housewives. And I feel like she came in last night as a caricature of herself. Right. Did you feel you like You know that? who's a real housewife? Kenya Moore. Even though she's not a housewife at all. But that's like a personality that she's like, I'm gone with the wind. She doesn't care how ridiculous she looks. She doesn't, she is just she's Kenya Moore. And genuinely and authentically Kenya Moore. Yes. And you she know what will I mean? tell you, I'm iconic. I deliver the most iconic. Li- like nobody is Kenya Moore's biggest hype man than Kenya Moore. <laughs> Which is great. That's great. Then, <laughs> and then you have Courtney. So last night we get the premiere and we get Courtney on our screens. And Courtney comes in and she's like, Sheree, oh my God, girl, I keep telling you that this is your year, girl. This is your year. And then Sheree's trying to get out a sentence and this girl keeps bobbing her head all over the place. And Sheree's trying to talk. And then finally Sheree like 
kind of talks at her and you see her and she's like, yeah, girl, you're. I just feel like the whole, okay, from last night's episode, I feel like the whole thing with Candy is just so, like, it's, like, too much. And it probably wasn't even a big deal. Like, you know what I mean? I I just feel like it was a little over, how do I say it? It was so over-exaggerated, you know, to make an entrance. To I mean, at least she made an entrance. You got to give her that, you know? I thought, yeah, it was so dumb, though. And the way she couldn't let it go, like... I I was feeling for Candy here. No, she came in with a clear hard-on. Even Shady Millennial just said this perfectly. Courtney overreacted and overstretched her storyline. Bad move. Now the public is looking at her sideways from this point on. You Mm. came into a situation where you thought that Candy was looking into you. You're a grown-ass woman. You asked Candy. Candy was like, no, I just, I heard about you, but I didn't know, I don't know you. That's it. Just... Plain and simple, I don't know you. And she's like, right, you don't know me. And Candy's like, yeah, I just said that. I don't know you. And then she's taking herself in circles. Yes. But then she's like like getting in her space. She's wagging her finger. And she keeps looking up cockeyed to the camera to see like, oh, you guys are getting this? I'm not done yet. (laughs) And it's like, no, fail, fail. I mean, it, I mean, listen, first impressions are everything, especially on reality TV, especially on The Real Housewives. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. She, she might. Maybe we got the most of her already. Well, speaking of first impressions, um, let's talk about Martel and Sheree. Oof. So Martel's a great looking guy, right? Everybody loves the way that Martel looks, but apparently not everybody loves Martel's past. If you ask Kenya... She says that any woman that Martel looks at, he gets pregnant, which is that's a superpower if I've ever heard one. But for Martel, he's familiar with reality TV. So obviously he's been in drama and he has a little bit of a Playboy pass. But for She by Sheree, this is a come up for her. Before she had Tyrone, and Tyrone was called Lyrone, and his ass sat behind bars. Martel's not behind bars and he has a good body. So we're welcoming Martel but this is already drama for the cast because the cast is like, no girl, you are not the only one in Atlanta that Martel is hooking up with just to let you know. And Sheree's like, who is he here with right now? But you could tell she by Sheree is saving face because she's not going to be clowned by these women in front of the cameras, but she's about to go home and beat Martel's ass. And I, I, you know what? I, there is a point where I really do feel bad for Sheree. You know what I mean? I know. It's like, you can't win. Like relationships, you just can't win. You don't have the radar to choose a good man from what it seems like. And every time you do, you're you're made the fool. And that's why, no, she doesn't want it to be on camera again. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, oh. He is a community <laughs> D like Tristan T. Martel is absolutely gorgeous from his bald head to his toe. But just to look at for me, Martel still loves his wife. And he needs to go in the corner with Brooks and Louis. Oh, okay. Nope. Maybe not that one. Okay. <laughs> interesting interesting because Kenya Moore did not bring up Martel sliding into her DM two years prior when Sheree started dating him I mean because Kenya Moore is not going to miss out on a good storyline of course she's going to wait I mean right it's not like, what it's how right okay can you just put that on a t-shirt already it. and leave absolutely. us alone absolutely 100% I mean but all in all, when it came to the Real Housewives of Atlanta premiere, I feel like it was a really solid premiere. We talked about this a little bit last night on the after party. 
I think we all agreed that we would give it about a seven, seven and a half for like a 100%. Good I just did question one, where was Drew? And two, why was your husband at the oh, Harlem Nights party without you? Right? Yeah. While you're having a family emergency, isn't he part of the family? Yeah. I mean, but Atlanta didn't disappoint. You know, last season for me was a bit like, I'm going to be honest, I was just a little bored last season. I can already tell I'm a little more invested right now. I love the way we we got the ladies back. I love the way we quickly got some conflict. Um, And I love seeing where they're all at and how we kind of like panned back in, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's just... But I think the Drew Sedora storyline might take the cake this season. I feel like, yeah, honestly, it probably will. It will. It's going to be Drew Sedora, Sheree Martel. We know it's not going to be Courtney. Oh, Courtney. Courtney, where are you? (laughs) No. This is a no from us, Courtney. You remind me of the cookie woman. Do you remember the Uh, cookie woman? Yes, I remember the cookie woman. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right, guys. Well, uh, Lord, Lord I think we're gonna, mercy. I think we're going to leave that alone for hot, messy topics today because I think that we have the ability to get just a little bit messier. However, we are going live for our members only tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern, which is 4 p.m. Pacific. Link is pinned in the live chat. Jason, was there anything at all? No, guys. Uh, thank you, everyone. I'm, it's so nice to be back. I know I missed a couple because I got my wisdom teeth pulled. I've been sick. It's kind of nice to be back in like the the hot seat with you. But I can't wait for our members only tonight. We have a lot to say. We have a lot to say. And guys, if you have any questions in the members only, you can always post them in the live chat just with a capital Q and we'll bring up everything. Um, it makes it more fun and interactive too. But, 100%. All right. Well, guys, happy Monday. Have a beautiful rest of your day. We'll continue to post pre- uh, pre-records. We have more content coming on Up and Adam too and also the podcast. Love you guys. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.